Strike Zone, ABC Grandstand's baseball show. Hello there, Chris Coleman with you, and alongside me is Warwick Petherbridge. Hello, Was. Hello, Chris. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Uh, a bit of a uh, self-indulgent program this week. Well, not so much self-indulgent, but one theme program today. Oh, on like large Strike part. Zone After Dark. Okay, Strike Zone After Dark. It's basically the two-thirds mark. Use, of... use the hashtag SZAD. <laughs> you know, it, maybe not. It's, oh. it's the two-third point of the Major League Baseball season. Uh, if you're wondering why we're focusing basically on that, is because I'm officially on leave and shouldn't actually be doing anything for the ABC at the moment. So, shh, that's just a secret for you and me that yeah, the no, program it's, continues. It's, a, it's just a secret. It's, a, it's the uh, two-thirds full edition. <laughs> the cup exactly. is two-thirds full. Um, and we've got a few things to talk about. First up, and this was breaking as we were putting the program together, is that uh, in all likelihood there are going to be more suspensions coming in the Biogenesis scandal, oh, because wow. Tony Bosch was arrested by the DEA and is apparently going to plead guilty to conspiracy charges. Yes, it's a uh, it's a sad day. It's going to be horrific the outcome of this and just how deep it goes. Apparently, he's willing to hand over his records. Yeah, and I mean it's it's going to be very very ugly. Yeah, very ugly for um. Uh, is this the worst have, thing that could potentially happen to baseball since the '94 players strike? Well, I think it could be, depending on you know who's who's named in there. You know, what are the implications for the players who were suspended last year? Well, uh, does, is there a double jeopardy? Ryan Braun yeah. has already been suspended, unless they can prove. Well, he was he was the, the the main name, but there was you know there was eight or ten players suspended all up for varying. Alex, Alex Rodriguez A-Rod. is another. He's serving a suspension right now. <laughs> Will A-Rod ever play again? Mm, Doubt it. I think... Next question. Next question. Look, it, we, suffice to say, we don't know what's going to, to happen with all this, but we do know that it did happen this week that Tony Bosch was arrested by the DEA. Like I said, it was uh, almost to, a, to, the, to the day, I think, a year since the suspensions were handed down last year. That's, yeah, it's pretty close, actually. But, Chris, just a little bit of odd trivia to start the show. Yes. While we've been away with the uh, Commonwealth Games, mm. the two millionth strikeout in Major League Baseball history happened. Oh, now I missed that. Who got the two millionth strikeout? He was a Clevelandian, Danny, <laughs> Danny Salazar. <laughs> strikeout the Royals, Nori, Norichiki Aoki, in the seventh inning on July 27th for the two millionth. Major League Baseball strikeout of all time. There you go. And it had to be an Indian, didn't it? Hey, we've got to win at something. <laughs> More on the Indians coming up later on in the program too, by the way, as was as misery for the year continues. Okay, the, the trade deadline has come and gone as a Dodgers fan and confess I, I'm on holidays, so I haven't really... Not a lot of movement there. Done a lot, well, no movement. But see, is that is that a good thing? Is I that, think so. Is that what you want to hear as a Dodgers fan at the trade deadline? Because as, at the Indians, it was it wasn't a Miami. <laughs> at the Indians, look, it wasn't a, it wasn't but a Miami. The last one out the door. Please turn off the lights. It wasn't a Miami Marlins fire sale, but it was enough. It. But it was enough to say we're really not trying anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm going to talk to you about somebody here. Mm. He is quite possibly. We've talked about this before. Is this man the greatest man in the history of baseball? Modern baseball. We talk about Billy Bean and what he has done with the Oakland A's. I'm going to give you another name. Okay. David Dombrowski. Uh, why are you giving me David Dombrowski? David Dombrowski is the general manager of the Detroit Tigers. Mm. Some of the is he the man who's killed Moneyball? But he got Miguel Cabrera to go there. Yeah. Last week, he traded for the Tampa Bay Rays' David Price, their ace Cy Young yep. award-winning pitcher. Yep. 
He gave them next to nothing. Mm. He's like the horse whisperer. <laughs> yeah, this, this thing, this, this is not. That's not Moneyball. That's that's. That's you know that's I'm I'm using Vulcan mind control on you. You are going to give me your best player for this, nothing. This this is not the uniform you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the trades you are looking for. <laughs> but look seriously, he's done it so many times. But Detroit, listen to this. We're going to talk about this because I'm going to I'm going to give you two. Listen to this for a starting rotation. Yep. Detroit, Rick Pacello, mm. who this year is going insane. David Price now as part of the trade, Annabelle Sanchez, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. They're your front five. Yep. Three, the last three AL Cy Young Award winners are in the one starting rotation. Yeah. Now, granted, Verlander is not having the best of seasons as he hasn't had in the past. But imagine having to face that in September. That's crazy. Yeah. Is there any hope that um, you know that say Drew Smiley will uh, turn out to be a, a, an all-star pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays? Oh. So, sorry, I'll just move along from saying oh, that. Look, no, but here's the other side of it. You're talking about Moneyball and it's dying. Yeah, Billy Bean. Yes, Oakland A's. Yeah, all in. All yeah. If this this is this really does smack of it, it, all or nothing here. Well, look, see, uh, you've got um, they just traded the big trade with the Red Sox. If you're a Red Sox fan, it must hurt, mustn't it? From last to first to last. Roller coaster. That's baseball. Oh, look, I mean, at least as an Indians fan, we don't get to the soaring heights to get to the last <laughs> of those. Sorry, Francis Leach. We love uh-huh. you. But uh, look, John Lester, who was, once mm. again, the hero in that starting rotation last September, got a low ball offer, decided to wait it out, and has been traded to the Oakland Athletics, who actually gave up Cespedes for this. Their star outfielder who won the home run derby again. Now this does. This is this is where it really comes through because Lester is a noted postseason performer. Has an ERA in September of something like one and a half. Yeah. So this is this really does say it's not Oakland about getting to the postseason. This is Oakland. We're sure we're going to get to the postseason, and I don't know if they're the red hot certainties. But we'll talk about that in a minute because I think there's another team that may well give Oakland a run for their money. But look, they, but you got to remember, not only Leicester they didn't trade, but they've picked up Leicester, who is one of the best playoff pitchers in the game. They've got him, and they've also they traded last month for Samaja. Yeah. Thank you, Clatsy. I got that right. <laughs> Eventually, but you've yeah. also got the and young, Jason Hamill. Yeah, well, they've got him, Jason Hamill, Sonny Gray, Scott Casmi. Yeah. Like that's a pretty ferocious starting it's five good. as well. It's good. Is it, wouldn't that be a great American League Championship series right there? No, that'd be tremendous. You know, I, I'd, what I'd love to see as an American League series, um, Oakland A's versus the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, but then you want to see that whoever wins that playing the Dodgers. Like, exactly. It's not Californian baseball, Chris. It, it, why not? What's wrong with California baseball? Oh, let's, let's have a bit of... But, okay, bigger winner. Bigger winner, Oakland, Detroit. Mm, bigger look, winner. See, you've you, you got two sides of this equation quickly because you've got... Oakland, who has pretty much been leading the wins column in all of MLB since day one. Yeah, still has six or seven wins over Detroit, yeah. Yeah, but I, I honestly, I think it all will come down to, I honestly believe it's all going to come down to the battle of the arms, but mm, I'm going to pick Detroit. Mm-hmm. The, only, the other reason why, Detroit just seems to go a little deeper, and I don't know, the loss of Cespedes with, the, with his bat, that could hurt in the long run, whereas... 
They didn't really give up much. You've got to also remember, they had Prince Fielder on the Detroit Tigers roster last year. Um, we were questioning at the start of the year whether this trade was going to be good for the Tigers. That seems to have worked out nicely for the Tigers. Well, but it has. You've got Miguel Cabrera on a $270 bajillion deal and a hamburger. <laughs> and you've got... Look at how much money this club is pouring out. Like, you've got... Verlander on $180 million over seven years. Scherzer's on his one-year $15 million extension. Then you've got someone like a David Price. There is a lot of money being poured into a bankrupt city's team to win a championship. Well, they need something. That's the other thing. Bear in mind, you know, you're talking Detroit. Uh, it's similar to, let's go to another place in Ohio in another sport for a moment, the whole LeBron James thing and what that's done for Cleveland as a town. Yes, no, yes. There are, you know, it, it's, it's a spirit-lifting thing. Well, see, I think the, the Le- LeBron James story is different because he is an Ohio boy. Oh, well, yeah, there's and that. And he spurned and left the community to chase glory and then come back. Whereas Detroit is, a, as we know, the city is bankrupt. <laughs> and has been through bankruptcy course. This is the city of Detroit, not the Tigers. But the Tigers are doing everything that they can to try and bring a championship to the city of Detroit. Yeah. Did, did you hear about the guy, while we're talking just off tap topic for a second? Yes. Uh, there's a, a, Cleve, uh, a Cleveland... Uh, fan in the base in the basketball who got a tat of LeBron and someone else. Oh no, it's a Heat fan. Got a uh, got a tat of LeBron and someone else. LeBron's left, and the other guy isn't necessarily going across. <laughs> He's got oh, on his back. No. So I saw it on ESPN the other day. It was um, oh, kind of funny. But look, seriously, it's just unbelievable. Some of these trades that, that mm. floated around before this trade deadline, and. You could see who the teams were that were buying, and they were buying big. But I was actually surprised on the fact that the Dodgers, for the first time in a couple since, well, pretty much you could say since the new ownership has come in, have held steady. And I think that's a good thing for you guys, because obviously... it's a very good thing. The money's got to run out eventually. I don't think it's... I think they're very happy. I mean, you've you've got... uh, You've still got Kershaw. I mean, wow, what a streak he's on. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only other person with a streak that good in, in baseball at the moment is Felix Hernandez in Seattle. But you've got Kershaw, you've got Greinke. That's probably the greatest one. Out of all of these lineups, is probably still the greatest one-two punch in baseball. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to get carried away because people say, you know, you talk about the Dodgers too much. But, you know, when they're having a season like this, you know, what do you, what do, you do? Yeah, no, look, just keep rubbing it in, friend. Uh, Boston. Boston Red Sox. Winners, oh, losers. Losers. You think so? But look, see, everybody said this as well in, in 2012 mm. when they had the big fire sale and cleared out a lot of names. They won a World Series. Yep. So you've got to believe that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, it's not like... And the, the guy, one of the guys they picked up, Eduardo Rodriguez, top prospect. Well, so, they did pick up a lot of yeah. prospects. I mean, you know, they, they, they have... That's they've realised that this season, it, it, yeah, you know, what, what, they're shot to pieces. You know, they were, they're 10 that, games below 500 or something. That seems to be the message that Boston fans got is, we know that this season is done. We are reloading for next year. Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, the one team that probably should have but didn't, switching back to the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies. They are, I don't know what's going on there, 50-63, and 63, mm. last in their division by 10 games behind the leading Nationals. They're not really contending. They have a lot of ageing players on big contracts that they could have got rid of. Mm. I mean, yes, Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins both have no trade clauses. They get to, they get to waive a trade if they don't want to go there. But there's a lot of older players. You've got Cliff Lee. Fortunately, he went well, down. not anymore. 
Why? What happened? It, um, uh, elbow inflammation that they recommend. Oh, well, he's on the DL, yeah. yes. But, <laughs> and that happened in his last start before the trade deadline that when he had just, suitors in the stands. It happened just after the trade deadline. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was just... Because I've, 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 I've actually dug this up when I knew where the Phillies had come up here. Um, courtesy of Newsday. Yes. Standing pat at the deadline with a bunch of overpaid, underperforming players never looks good. That's the summary of... Um, of well, yes, like the Ro- Phillies. Ryan Howard as well. They thought he might be moved. Yeah, it goes on to say uh, they could have unloaded Bird or Burnett with a few creative deals. And just when things looked like they couldn't get any worse for the Phillies, hours after the deadline, Cliff Lee uh, left a game with elbow information that will likely end his season. You know, And any post-waivers trade consideration that they may have been looking at, and he was one of the prime candidates for it, uh, goes out the window. So, yeah, uh, let, let's just ride off the Philadelphia Phillies, shall we? You yeah, know, well, look, the other team that's really annoyed me, and I, they gave me such a soft spot. When they were here, mm. the Diamondbacks. Oh, they've just underachieved like nothing else. No, this but seriously, like some of the trades they just gave up. Uh, uh, Gerardo Parra, the, mm. the Gold Glove outfielder. Like, but you keep Trumbo, and then four days later, Goldschmidt goes down with a fractured hand, mm. and then Kirk oh. Gibson, did you, did you allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, yeah. may have told a picture to Plunk McCutcheon in the yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, he, he uh, no, but the picture may have inadvertently lost control of one and. I don't know. That's that's it, not, it looked pretty awful. That like that there's there's ones that get away from you, and there are ones that you just that's so deliberate you can't even make that look. When you go inside, and I mean high and inside, then you go low and away, and then you go high and so far inside that two strike zones inside and get the guy square on the middle of his back. Um, that was like a dead center spine shot. Was, yeah, there was. Uh, I mean, you've got a feel for McCutcheon there. Ow! But no. Yeah. Uh, but look. Yeah. Uh, but look, yeah, no, not really. There wasn't. That was what interested me. I thought maybe the Giants might have had a little bit more movement as well. I mm-hmm. thought they might have, but they must be happy where they're at as well, because no one wants to be now. No one wants that wild card, one of those two wild card spots it's, where you have to place face a one game playoff. That's horrible. And I know when when it came in, we were all excited about how it expanded the postseason to an extra team and gave another team a chance and stuff. But you, know, you you referenced Billy Bean before. It's been spoken about many times how he says postseason baseball is a crapshoot, and he's talking about series at a best of five or series at a best of seven. Does it add? Does it detract from the from the postseason? So, this one game thing, especially bearing in mind last year we had, of course, two teams in a game one sixty three to then compete for the right to go into that one game playoff. Yes, and then as well, well the Indians losing playoff one game at mm. home. Yeah. And that's well, the end well, of your postseason. Yeah. We were in fourth. Yeah. We had the right to host it at home, which means we could have made in the old system. We would have made the playoffs. Thank you, Bud Seely. <laughs> Thank you very much, and go away into the sunset. <laughs> Spoken by a true, Indi- like a true Indians fan. Look, let's let's start round the divisions because I'm excited about this. Uh, just a reminder, by the way, if you're wondering, you're listening to Strikes on ABC Grandstand Digital or online. Chris Coleman and Warwick Petherbridge just dissecting Hello. the first two thirds of the Major League Baseball season so far. Look, at the start of the season, we yes. were talking about the American League East and how pretty much it, it, that and the NL West were going to be the two divisions, but. Do you think at the two-thirds point, the two teams leading the AL East would have been Baltimore and Toronto? Never in a million years. Might have picked Baltimore, would not have picked Toronto. I've been picking Toronto every year. It's good to finally see him do something. <laughs> it's good to finally see him do something. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees are six games back and in third place in the division. Uh, look, look, the Yankees qualifying for a wildcard playoff, not beyond the realms of possibility. Baltimore falling over, not beyond the realms of possibility. But at this stage, you know, I'm, I'm thinking Baltimore looking pretty good. Yeah, no, they are, but 
It's interesting as well. It's, it's a long stretch, and they they do have a lot of older bodies in Baltimore. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how, as we head towards like the dog days, towards the end of August and September, how far they can actually stretch it out. At this stage, though, third best record in baseball. Equal third. Uh, they're sitting alongside the, the Dodgers, 64 wins apiece. Oh, uh, alongside the Dodgers. No, no, I'm just saying. Hey, look at that. They, they, they are alongside the Dodgers, and they're probably playing in a tougher division without $200 million worth of payroll. More than likely. Uh, but, Congratulations, but Baltimore. They are behind two teams in the AL West, Oakland 69 we'll get and there, 43, we'll LA Angels 67. I'm just using this as to paint yeah. the picture. Was It's, it's being comprehensive, okay? Oh. Saying that Baltimore have the third best record in all of baseball at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen by fluke. Okay. Okay. And I think they've got enough in the tank to get themselves to the postseason. How deep they go, we'll talk about that. I, I think that September. I think that order is is pretty set. I don't I don't see much of it changing. Yankees could catch Toronto. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I just don't know if the uh, what what's the word I'm looking for here? The uh, sentiment is going to be enough mm. to get them over the line in yeah. New York. They've done well since the All Star break, but I don't know if they're going to have the fumes. Playing a uh, geriatric nursing home. By the way, did you know that, the, that Derek Jeter has never, ever, at any stage, played anything other than shortstop? Yeah, no. He's, he's, he's never played any other position than shortstop. It is the record for Major League Baseball he, he for passed, the most appearances in one position. Yeah, he passed uh, Omar Vizquel mm. uh, about two weeks ago. Yeah. Famous Indian. But uh, look, into the AL Central and, uh, yeah, no, Detroit... Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, look, the, the the amount of money that Detroit is splashing around in the trades, you'd think will get them over the line. They have a four-and-a-half, five-game cushion over Kansas City. Which are known as late-game failures and, yeah. uh, and and wearing to anguish August in Cleveland. <laughs> and uh, Hang on, hang on. Can I? Can we Can we go to a little bit of Cleveland anguish oh. at this stage? This, and I don't do this to be mean to you. Yes, you do. I don't do this to be mean. Yes, you do. It's like, here, kitty, here's something, here's something. <laughs> As a Cleveland Indians fan, let me explain before you push this button. Okay. This is horrible. This is why I thought instant replay was brought in. The fact that we could not instant replay challenge this or this was not ruled as an interference is disgusting. And it's just our season. Like, take a piece of meat, people, and put it on your counter. Stare at it, love it, cherish it. Push it off, let it hit the floor. Hear that sound? That's an Indians fan. Okay. Now, what happened here? Well, look, let's just hand it over at this stage to the commentary team from WLW, Fox Sports Ohio. This happened this week in the game between uh, Cleveland... Uh, it was Cincinnati. Cincinnati, They're course, playing yes. for the Ohio Cup. Yes, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Just have a listen, and, and we'll explain more in a second. Right field, Bruce on his horse to the warning track. Won't get there. It's off the bottom of the wall. There's another ball on the field. It'll be a double. A run will score, and they've got the runner caught off third, and they got him. They nail him at third. A toot bland. And you know what? He's pointing to the ball out in center field saying, I thought that was a baseball out there. There's going to be a problem there because somebody threw a baseball out of the stand. The person who threw the baseball out of the stand, we'll, we'll jump in at this point, was... Um, it was from the Cincinnati Reds' bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's it was a it, wild pitch. Yeah, and it's and the guy's missed the catch, and it's come out onto the it's field. It's actually flicked the top of his glove and gone over the safety netting behind him. I don't care. But here's, here's, <laughs> here's the other part, right? Now, hang on. Everybody thinks that I'm unfair and I'm biased yeah. and all that. Where was the third base coach screaming out at him to stay still and keeping his eyes on the plate? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I can understand... From from the runner's point of view, I can understand the confusion and possibly even the third base coach because it was just freakish that as the ball hit the fence and came back in, it was almost the same time, 
that the other ball has come in from over the top into the bullpen. So it's possible that they were both looking at the wrong ball. Yeah, they were probably too busy looking at the big billboards of LeBron James coming home. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Thank you, Chris. I just wanted to throw that in as my most bizarre play of the season. Thank I, you. I don't think it will be surpassed. Uh, if it is, it'll only be by something else from the Indians. Thank you. Okay. AL West. AL West. Oakland. Oakland, as we said, leading the league, still have pretty much all year. The Angels coming in hot as of late. The, the Bats, Trout, well, he's been consistent. Pujols, awakening. Finally. 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 It's been a long, long, quiet time. Seattle, 58 and 54. 58 and 54 in most seasons would be an okay record. Well, you have a look at it. Look at who's at the bottom of that division. <laughs> but they made two World Series a couple of years ago and they've bottomed yeah. out already. And, yep. you know, that's what happens when you get Prince Fielder. Uh, but, um... Houston, 47 and 66. <laughs> Texas, 44 and 69. Uh, and Deep in Texas, the heart didn't Texas, of Texas. Didn't Texas win 16-0 against one of the Chicago teams? Yeah, the White, Sox. the White Sox. this week. Yeah, yeah um, Adam Dunn, they, the uh, designated hitter, they brought him on to pitch the nine yeah. because they were down. Yeah. Their starter gave up nine runs in four innings, but he wasn't even the worst. One bloke gave up four runs in an inning. Yeah. Yeah, and Dunn, as the designated hitter in that team, then comes into pitch, right? He gave up more runs than he's hit this season. No. Let's just move along at this point. Okay, National League. <laughs> National League. We'll start in the East, and the Miami Marlins are not at the bottom. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's because the Phillies are, and they kept yeah, yeah. a lot of time. And that, that almost deserves a... Deserves a... There we go. A, okay. little, a little electric baseball fanfare for the Miami Marlins, who will probably not have a fire sale this year for the first time in living memory at the end of the season. Yeah, no, and but Washington and Atlanta seem to have stalled since the All-Star break, mm. and which means that Miami, if they keep the pace going... They might have to start selling off things because they'll be too successful. They won't be catering for postseason baseball in Miami, will they? I don't know. Yeah. But look at the next division. This is, once again, I think it was the same thing last year with the exception of the poor old Cubbies. 100 years at Wrigley Field. Just remind you how good you are. They might I, I, win 50 games. I just want that picture of uh, every time we mention the Cubbies, I just want like a soundbite of Kramer from Seinfeld going, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cubs fans. But like 62 and, and 51 Milwaukee, but then 60 and 51... St. Louis. And then you've got Pittsburgh a game behind, Cincinnati a game and a half back. There's five games separating those four teams. One of them's going to miss out. Well, maybe more than one of them because at the moment... Uh, well, no, at the moment, yeah, well, San Francisco in the West, they've, they're, they're holding down one of the wildcards. Yeah, cups. true. So true. You, you potentially, you could have two spots, but you could have three teams fighting for one spot in the one-game playoff. <laughs> I hate the one-game playoff. <laughs> have, have who's, I your, who's your pick? I mean, the Brewers were, were, were out like a shot at the start well, of the since season. The, since the trade for Parr and stuff like that, it seems that they might... They, they did start horribly, but they've started to get things going again. St. Louis did make a couple of trades, one with Cleveland, one with Boston. and uh, But I think maybe Pittsburgh, except for the fact of now McCutcheon has a broken back. You see, I think that's going to make a huge difference to them. I think He's not on the DL yet. 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 But, uh, look, whoever wins He's that... He's got divi- another injury, too. He's got an oblique injury that he sustained before he got hit in the back. Yeah, but it's probably from having to carry those heavy dreadlocks around. Boy, have yeah. a haircut. And carry the team. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, uh, okay, here we go. I know you've been waiting for it, because I know that we've got... We're, we're running out of time, and we've got a few... Oh, no, we've got, we got, we got seven minutes to spend on uh, this. No, uh, uh, NL West. Uh, NL West, yes. The, the Dodgers, 64 and 50, leading the, the division... Uh, and, uh, look, and it's been a roller coaster, not as extreme a roller coaster, but it has, because they've... They're going on streaks, and then they're going on horrible streaks. 
And, and then, you know, so the... Um, hang on. Just, yeah. just hang on, right? Okay, I understand that you, this is your division and you love it and then your team's finally doing some good things and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You have San Diego that are 51 and 61, yeah. Arizona that are 49 and 64, yeah. and Colorado who are 44 and 68 in your division. Mm-hmm. So basically at the moment, the only the, like, the only thing that you have to worry about is San Francisco. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or coming up again in a series against the Cubs. Coming up in a three-game series against the Cubs and losing at home two out of the three. When did that happen? Last week. Yeah, but that's what happens when you've got $100 million arms and, and nobody else. It, it, does, it, does, it is known to happen. It happened. But look, uh, the Dodgers, I think, yes, once again, will go deep into September. How deep they go depends on how healthy they can keep their rotation. Yeah, they'll go into October. Well, that's what, you know, deep into, I, I see, I, I'm <laughs> AFL, sorry. But yes, well, deep into September, they will. There's 162 games. That's right. I'm here all week. Remember to tip your waitress. Okay, so so let's just run through this again, because we'll make a note of this and we'll see who, who, who right. finishes up with the, with, the, with the cookies at the end. So AL East? Uh, I say Baltimore. You say Baltimore, I say Baltimore. Okay, we'll both go Baltimore. AL Central? Uh, Detroit. 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 Uh, AL West Oakland you think Oakland I'm going to go with the Angels I know why you're going with the Angels I, yeah, I, 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 you, I, might, you might have put some of your own hard <laughs> earned on that shh, shh we're not no, allowed no, to talk no, about shh. No, it's okay yeah. Chris is talking about homemade ketchup from the recipe that his mum gave him <laughs> alright okay, uh, National NL League NL East um, I'm going to tip the upset here I think that the Miami Marlins will not finish on top of the division and it will be the Atlanta Braves you reckon it'll be the Braves uh I, th- I think it'll be the Nats. Okay. I think it'll be Washington. They've got the lead at the moment. Uh, NL Central, Milwaukee, oh. St. Louis, Pittsburgh, or Cincinnati? Oh, is, can, we, can this be our mulligan? <laughs> um, I'm going to say St. Louis. you say St. Louis? I'm just going to say St. Louis on recent history. They know how to win. They know how to get it done. They only fall apart on the last days of October. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to go for the fairy tale. You're going to go for Cincinnati? I'm going to go for Cincinnati. Okay. I'm going to go for the Reds. I don't really care, but I'm going to go for the Reds in Central. Uh, and it'll, it'll be the Dodgers in... Um... Dodgers for you? Yeah. I'm going for San Fran. Mm-hmm. Only just because of the fact of... Uh, well, I think it, either of these teams... I honestly think at this point, even though one of them will, poten- will potentially have to face the one-game playoff, I think that will be the National League Championship Series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your thoughts? National League Championship Series? National League Championship Series. Oh, I think it, it will be the Dodgers and someone. I think the Dodgers will be... Dodgers, Dodgers. Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it will be the Dodgers and I think it will be the Angels in the other half of the World Series. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, so, Angels and who in the American League? Uh, it, it, it depends on, on who lands where. It really does. Okay, well, see, I'm going the other way. I think it will be Detroit and mm-hmm. Oakland mm-hmm. and it will be the best arms race since... Uh, the Cold War. Yeah, no, I think Oakland's late season woes will continue. That that has happened in in recent years for them. Uh, now, a few things that uh, that I've, I've sort of picked out from from the odd stuff in the world of baseball, and I know you usually do the odd spot, but some odd stuff mm-hmm. that I've discovered. It is nearly, believe it or not, two years since the last American League no hitter. Okay. Yeah. So I know that. Well, I know pretty much they've all been. There's been seven, seven in the National League since the last American League no-hitter. The last American League no-hitter was on the 15th of August, 2012. Yes. It was uh, Tampa Bay at Seattle, and your pitcher was Felix Hernandez. Thank you. But since then, there have been seven 
in the American League. Uh, Tim Lincecum has done it twice for the Giants. Thank you very much. You've also had Clay Kershaw, uh, Josh Beckett, Henderson Alvarez, and two from Homer Bailey, one at the end of the 2012 season and one fairly early in the 2013 season. Yeah, no, that's unbelievable. Yeah, so seven to nine. That's just such an imbalance. It's uh, it's not great. It's, no. It's not great. But uh, look, to, to fly the flag for the American League, mm-hmm. Corey Kluber yes. from the Indians. Yes. He's my only shining light. <laughs> but became the first pitcher in Major League history to face 28 or fewer batters in back-to-back starts with at least nine innings pitched. Well done him. Like, seriously. That, that's not bad. So, you know, it's these little moments like this. Mm-hmm. That I have to take, Chris. That I, I need them to, for the... Uh, I just can't wait for October because then it's all over until next year. Yeah. Um, Zach Greinke, by the way, for the second time in his career um, this season. And again, I'm not just saying this for the Dodgers. He's the only bloke who's done it so far this season. He got a four-strikeout inning. Yeah, no, that's year. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You've got you to love your catcher when, he, when, when they do that to you. Oh, look, some of the stats, though, that we've talked about this year, my favourite, and I'm sorry because it, it is a Giants one, was only a couple of weeks ago when uh, the Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner, mm-hmm. and Buster Posey became the first battery mates, pitcher and catcher, to both hit grand slams in the same game. I thought that, that was is, that fantastic. That is tremendous. That is one of the best stats we've had for the season so far. Uh, and my favourite stat for the season, and I'm now trying to find the exact details of it, uh, let's give it to Charlie Blackman from the Colorado Rockies. Uh, I think we can give him... That we've, uh, we've hardly mentioned Colorado during the course of the game. Uh, he is the only man thus far this season in either the American League or the National League to register a six-hit game. And I think that he does deserve credit for it. It happened a while ago, back on the 4th of April. But he did manage to do that. Six hits from six at-bats. Two of them were doubles. One of them was a home run. And that's no mean feat of his, uh, to be achieved by anyone. That's kind of outstanding, actually. Yeah, good good luck to him. And, uh... and, and we didn't mention it when it happened earlier in the season. So I don't think. No, no, we did. Did we? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Look, you, you've gone all foggy seeing as you're not supposed to be here. Exactly. I'm, I'm supposed to be on holidays, but feel free to tweet me at CJCAU or find Warwick at, C, at uh, what are you? At, I'm it's at It's Was Time. time. W-I-Z. W-I-Z. In the middle. Uh, and have we covered everything else? Oh, we've got to say, we've got to say before we wrap up in Good luck to seconds, the Perth Metro kids. Exactly, the Perth Metro team representing Australia in the Little League World Series. They get underway on the 14th of August, which is sometime next week. Uh, and we do wish them all the very best of luck. And that's about it for Strike Zone for this week. Thanks, Woz. Thanks, Chris. He's Warwick Petherbridge. I'm Chris Coleman. Strike Zone will be back in some form next week. I think we're doing something about superheroes next week, aren't we? I'm a villain. (laughs) Stay tuned for that in seven days here on ABC Grandstand Digital. Cheers.